Hey. Hey, now I can hear you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Jeez. That, that was, was crazy. Fun. So you couldn't yeah. hear me the first time, though, I called. Right. Yeah. It, it, it picked yeah. up like you were there, but there was no voice. Like, there was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It, I the, the first time you called, I had just, like clicked out of skype so i couldn't so it it hung up on you um but i i heard the ringing yeah uh, but then the second time you called i i didn't even hear it ring yeah and uh, your dot was weird like usually it's green but what yours was was like green with a white dot in the middle like i don't know what the hell that means yeah i've huh. never seen that before maybe i Maybe I stumbled upon a new status. A, a new feature. Yeah. It means I'm kind of ready, but I need something to drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. So, um, DC had a big layoff this week. Did you see all that? Oh, I know. Yeah. I, it's well, like it was eight, funny. 800 employees at... At oh, Warner yeah. Brothers AT&T. That's a lot. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because I, um, I, just, I just started, like, before I even heard about it, I started seeing, um, you know, different DC creators uh, posting, like, you know, my, you know, things like, you know, my thoughts are with everyone at DC. And I'm yeah. like, what? what's going on? So then yeah. I... Searched and saw that, yeah. A lot of the editorial staff is gone, like yeah, the, the big people. Like. And then it looks like yeah, they they got rid of like almost all of DC Universe. Like I don't know if they just said, oh well, we have staff at HBO Max or whatever that can manage the servers or whatever, you know. And yeah. Uh, laid off those people i'm sure they kept some people because i don't think they're going to get rid of the comics i have heard various things about them getting rid of the movies but i i don't see them wanting to get rid of like there's no indication that they want to get they want to get rid of digital like it seems like they're catering digital more yeah than ever did you um did you get did you get a DC Universe survey? I did. I took it. Yeah, I did too. It was, it and was a long one. <laughs> it, yeah, and and it you know what? It lasted a good fifteen minutes. And I so I did the survey probably um, probably a week before I heard yes, about the layoff. Same, same here. Same here. And uh, I I while I was doing the survey, I was like, oh, this is awesome! Like they. You know they they want to improve and they want to actually yeah. you know get some feedback. So I was you know I took it seriously. So um, did I. I I and, answered it and I I I was more comic centric. Like yeah, I was too. I, I was yeah. totally like I didn't really care about the streaming. Like I yeah. it's nice, it's convenient. Like w- being able to watch Jonah Hex that was real convenient. Um, yeah, it was. But. Uh, I, I'd rather be able to say, "Hey Kyle, let's let's read this series," <laughs> you know. Yeah, rather... and well, there's and see, like I there there's so many comics that I want to <clears throat> uh, just jump in and discover. 
Um, whereas I don't see myself really doing that with the movies or yeah, the, yeah. the cartoons. But yeah, I was I was really um, I really kind of emphasized that I I really just cared about the the comic collection on there. I did. Um, I did the same. <laughs> that's what I was like. I was like, grow the comics, uh, get rid yeah. of the Alfred, you know, <laughs> figure yeah. out what's causing yeah. the Alfred. <laughs> yeah. Fig- work on the stability. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was and, focusing on. Well, and then and that, I even said, like, go to a six month paradigm, like the Marvel app, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but, but what's funny is like, then you know a week later or whatever when i hear about the layoffs like that survey popped into my head i was like huh so yeah. they they i mean obviously this was you know timed out and they're they're connected i think yeah i i knew it was going to happen we we saw the writing on the wall since dan Dio left and yeah. They, they were and then and then moving away from Diamond. They're they're doing stuff to to sort of change the landscape. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know if it's going to be for the better for them, but I think so far, I mean from what I'm hearing, they're doing just as good as they were when they were with Diamond, if not better. Huh. That's what they claim. At least Jim Lee claims that came from Jim Lee. Yeah. So as far as sales and that kind of I stuff, wonder, they're doing better. I wonder if that. I wonder if part of that is due to, um, you know, the the pandemic and all that. I don't know, but I will say, what I see at streaming and what I what I hear in podcasts is people going in and buying more DC, like especially with Batman, you know, like. Mm-hmm. People are excited for this Joker War, and they're excited for Death Metal, and they're very excited for Deceased. Like those are yeah. the books that people are excited for. And there's been buzz around like Wonder Woman and the new writer and artist and mm-hmm. new characters. They've been creating new characters like crazy. Mm. So I I don't know. It seems like their buzz is high. I know at my shop they sell out of DC like. Within three days, they're gone. <laughs> and he yeah. gets quite a bit of stack. Like, there's hmm. a lot of people that go in and get the variants, especially now that they're doing a lot of variants, like the one in 25 and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's driving yeah. him to buy more books, but he's selling through on the books. He even, he, like, there's one store that's about 35 minutes away, and they drive over here to get books for their store because they sell out. And it's harder huh. for them to get restock from wow. you know uh, DCBS or yeah. town. So he just drives down and gets huh. comics so he can sell them because people the demand is just so high for Batman and and some of those death metal series. Well, that's good. I mean, that's really great to hear. Well, the bad news is, is they're getting rid of Constantine. Yeah. We talked about that, didn't we? Or I can't remember. Uh, I don't. I don't think. Well, we talked about the comic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, yeah. 
that that one's gonna get canceled and so is Hawkman. And I know we we enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah. I mean there's there's a couple of titles. We already knew Supergirl and uh Batgirl were on their way out. Suicide Squad surprises me because I, I thought Tom Taylor was really kicking some ass with it. It was awesome too. I yeah. lo- I've I've loved it so far, and yeah. it's it's been, you know, a different take, which right. I really like. What was the other titles they said that were going away? I can't remember. Um, I don't know. Uh, I know they already got rid of House of um, Whispers, but you weren't reading that. No. That, that one went direct to digital to finish up, and so did Lucifer. And there's a couple others. And there's a lot of rumors about the Black Label, which I hope they don't get rid of because I like it. Oh, um, uh, Red Hood. Yeah, Red Hood. That's a big one. Yeah, I think Scott Lobdell already announced he was leaving, though. So I, I think he's been with that book for, through three incarnations. <laughs> So, hmm. yeah, um, it it is it is nice though that Hawkman actually got a pretty decent run. That's what I was talking to to Bill Bomer about. We're we're going through previews, and I said, you know, Hawkman. I, I'm upset that it's going away, but for yeah. Hawkman, that's a good run. <laughs> Yeah, because I remember... Cause I, I thought remember, it was going to be like 12 issues and then done. Yeah, yeah, I remember early on on, on Twitter, like early on in the series, um, there was a lot of push from different um, Hawkman fans that I followed to, you know, to get the... try and get the, the subs up so, um, you know, so that they could, they could keep it going. Um because there, I know there was a lot of kind of worry early on, like how long, you know, how long it would last. Yeah. But I, it, it went, it got a good, decent run, I think. Yeah, I, I think it did. So yeah, the, I think the landscape's gonna change. But as soon as they announced, like, like Black Label is going away, they announced that like Jeff Lemire was coming back with Sweet Tooth, and a couple of other announcements. So. I don't think it's going away. Yeah. I just think it, they they laid off the guy who invented it, who came up yeah. with it. Yeah. And they, their layoff was interesting. It's like three weeks, so like morale's going to be weird for three weeks. It was a three-week notice thing. Hmm. So imagine being having to go to work for three weeks and transition stuff. You're just like... <laughs> yeah. Heck, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's, uh, there's people at my at my work that have gotten like six month notices and longer. Yeah. Like, imagine working that long, like knowing, you know, that you're. Well, they got six month notice. Wow. Yeah, like. Uh, That's a long time, but. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, it, it's good. It's good in the fact that you, you have six months to plan to for. Yeah. It's yeah. bad in the fact that you lost your job. Like, 
oh yeah. god what you know i've been doing this job for x amount of time and now i have to find something different Mhm. yeah yeah So there was there was that announcement, and mostly affecting editors and upper management. And Jim Lee kept his job. Yeah, that's uh, that that actually kind of surprised me. Um, well, they were originally it, saying that he was going to get demoted huh. into chief creative officer and not be the publisher, but then he came back and said, "No, he's still the publisher." Hmm. Although he has help, <laughs> somebody's coming along to help him. So who knows if he'll he'll stay around long enough? I don't know if he like contractually has something because I don't know what happened during that Wildstorm merger. Like if if there was something contractually yeah written up. Mm-hmm. He's a smart man though. He's a smart creator. Where whatever he does, he'll he'll land solid yeah yeah he's a such a big name too yeah so yeah that was uh, uh some big news but uh this episode we're here to talk hex jonah hex and i wanted to ask yeah. you have you what is your experience with jonah hex do you have much of it or yeah, I've got the I've got the whole uh, Palmiati and Gray series. Oh, okay. Um, the 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 first one, and I've got the new Fifty Two one. Oh, so you have the All Star um, Western. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah I loved that. Um, then I let's see. Uh, uh, that's I think that's it. I don't think I have any of his the old. older stuff. Yeah, I don't think I have any of that. It's very much in the same format. Like his success is built on situations and kind of done in one stories. Yeah, I love those. I I love the done in ones. Um, it's like the it just it feel it just feels especially like with the new newer newer issues. It feels old school, you know, when they do a want done in one story. Yeah. And it's uh, th- those are great because I mean you, you don't have to remember what happened the previous issue. You can just dive in and it's a self-contained little story. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he's he's had quite a. I mean, for a Western comic guy, he's he's survived a lot. Yeah. He, he's, he started uh, in. Uh, all-star western and then went to mm-hmm. weird western and then went to his own title jonah hex yeah and then hex he, hex, uh, hex is the hex. sci-fi one <laughs> yeah and then he went away for a while and he came back as a vertigo and those ones are really good if you get a chance to find in a dollar bin or whatever yeah, I'll have to check those out. Uh, and the, but they're supernatural, so it's got like a horror vibe to it. Oh, uh, so so are those are writers those... of the worm and such? And uh, I can't remember what the other one is. Uh, Two Gun Mojo. Um, they were both done by Joe Lansdale, who 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 does a lot of western types and macabre stuff. Hmm. 
<laughs> he did one series for Avatar called Drive-In, and it's like, what if the world ended and these people were stuck in a drive-in? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it was weird. It's like they they formed factions within the drive-in. It went nuts. <laughs> but I, I've I've always liked Lansdale, and uh, Timothy Truman does the art. Um, oh, speaking yes. of Hawkman, he did Hawkworld. Yeah. And, uh, he. I love his stuff. Like, I love his art. So when they did this Vertigo stuff, man, I was like, it was very strange. And uh, I can't remember. I can't remember if he was able to talk to the dead, but I think he was. Yeah. So it's it's like whoever was... got him is like, or whoever wrote him, I think knew he had this wealthy history and they were trying to maybe sell a pitch and you know they're like how do i how do i differentiate just a how do i just not make this a western yeah and they probably said well we could sell more if we make it you know have supernatural element and uh i don't know i think it it, it might not have been a good move but it was all right like it wasn't a horrible um power to have you know to be able to to be yeah. a, a bounty hunter and then to find a dead body and to be able to touch that body and make and be able to talk to the dead you know yeah it, it eliminates the the need to have to you know track down and figure out the mystery of yeah you know that that person or whatever and um it did have a couple of characters like Turnbull and mm-hmm. um, Tallulah, even Tallulah. though they called yeah, they, they mentioned her name later as Tallulah. Yeah. I'm Tallulah Black. She was beautiful though. She wasn't like scarred up like <laughs> yeah, like Tallulah was. <laughs> yeah. But she was pretty yeah. badass. Like she did her own stuff. She, she was. She, yeah. She, she she could fight and shoot. Yeah. And she didn't take shit from people. Like mm-hmm. when they went to capture her. Like I don't know if you noticed, but the the guy that plays Magneto and I don't know if you saw a lot of X Men movies fish. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah, he was the one of the goons of Turnbull. Yeah, and you know what? Um I kinda liked it, him. He had that funky accent and he was yeah. badass with a knife. <laughs> he was good and I you know what? I I ne- I didn't realize who he was until you mentioned Magneto. Um, yeah. I because I recognized him, but I the whole time I was watching, I was like, "Who is that guy?" Like I I know I know him. Yeah, Michael Fassbender. Yeah. It was weird yeah. though. He was he was doing like a Irish accent or or something yeah. like that. And uh, it had Will Arnett, so he's a. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny to see. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, the other one that I knew a lot from movies was Anthony Quinn. He played the president. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Or Aiden, Aiden Quinn. I think Anthony Quinn is his father. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, I had never seen the movie before. I I, I really didn't want to see it. Because <laughs> I, I had heard about it. Um but uh yeah it was it was weird um it just to me i i felt like they took out like the most interesting 
things about Jonah Hex, you know? Yeah. Like his uh, his upbringing by the Apaches, um, you know, and uh, they just, you know, his his actual like backstory in comics, I felt was much more interesting than than how they did it in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, kind of and they they weren't real straightforward on like why he betrayed his unit like early yeah. on he betrayed his unit and then Turnbull <clears throat> wanted to go after him and his family. Cause I guess the guy that he brought out of the grave was his son. Yeah. Like uh, it was a good friend yeah. of his and it was Turnbull's son. Yeah. So he essentially killed his son. So he's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to go kill your family. In, right in yeah. front of you and make you watch. Yeah. But they put him on like one of those X crosses like he's been on in the past <laughs> comics. And <laughs> I, I thought even though even though uh, it didn't have his uh, uh, upbringing with the Native Americans, he did have that run in with them. Like they brought him back to life sort of. And that's yeah, where he, that's he, where he yeah, picked up they, the dog, and that, that was like an early yeah. Jonah Hex because that's where he got Iron Jaw, who saved Iron Jaw saved his life. Like that dog story is amazing. <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories because it it was a little uh, Native American girl that had Iron Jaw, and she died of uh, I think so smallpox, and. Uh, that dog just started following him. And in, in this movie, I wonder if somebody read those early comics. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and, I'm and sure like, that's a... Oh, we got to have the dog too. following him. And it, and his Josh Brolin's, when he was Hex, he did what he did in early comics. Like, horse was horse and dog was dog. <laughs> I mean, he just... Yeah, yeah. There was like a loyalty there, but it was like very, it wasn't like compassionate or anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he loved his horse, and but it was like you're here to do a job, and the same with the dog. And you know, you know what it kind of the movie kind of feels like. It kind of feels like they're creating like a mashup of all of his different kind of comic. Yeah, with uh, the exception interpretations. of interpretations uh, of hacks. Yeah. Uh, well, I I kind of think that because they because in the movie they kind of had some like futuristicy type weapons. Oh, like the bomb you know? and the, the yeah, the, like the, well he he, he had, had he had like the James Bond counterpart like Q. Yeah. Like, like and, Jonah Hex went to that guy and he was like, "You got weapons for me?" And he's he had those. Yeah crazy guns the secret it was like a yeah it looked like a pistol with like a crossbow on it and it shot like exploding arrows or something they looked like heat seekers because it would (laughs) it would hit the target yeah yeah so i kind of feel like they just tried to mash up you know all of his different eras or interpretations i guess Um, instead of sticking to the most successful interpretations Right. Because even yeah. the Vertigo stuff was very short lived. I think it's like six issues and six issues. Ah. Uh, so. Yeah. And then uh. Hex lasted 
a, a couple years, but yeah, it it just it's amazing that Palmiotti and Gray were able to go for so long. I mean, I think they did a hundred issues. Seventy some, I think. Well, seventy in the first one, and then I think in All Star oh, Western. Oh yeah, if was... you, yeah, if you add add that. Yeah, like the two combined, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, just just to give a synopsis is, so Turnbull he thinks Turnbull's dead. Yeah. I I did like though how he, I I did feel like when he brings in that bounty to the, uh he he brings in the three 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 bodies he's dragging oh, them the and gang. such and then he's got the head of the fourth. Yeah. I, I thought that, that was, was very classic like Jonah Hex. Like yeah, he's bringing he's... a bounty. A lot of the stories deal with him bringing a bounty and then him being betrayed. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They're like, well, they, fuck they you. Tr- you, try you, to... you did your job. I'm not going to pay you now. Or I'm going to yeah. kill you. And that's what they kind of did. And that's when he gets the horse with the Gatling guns. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> he's got Gatling guns on his horse. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I thought the like opening scene, like just to say, well, this is what he does. You know, he's a bounty hunter. He comes in and does mm. his thing, and then gets paid. I I, th- I thought that was very true. Yeah, to, and to... and the his his uh his humor too with like the um when he he throws the head to the guy and he. He says like the the fourth guy couldn't fit on my horse or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, couldn't fit. I couldn't drag <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah, so he like slaughtered that town, and then he finds out that well, the president requests Jonah Hex's help because he's like Hex is probably the only guy that can take on this Turnbull guy. Yeah. So he goes to try to hire him. And he's reluctant to do it. I think he's with Tallulah at the time having sex. And, and it sounds like like she's trying to convince him, like, let's just let's just go. Like Run you know, away let's, somewhere. Yeah, let's yeah. run away. And he's reluctant because everybody that he's attached to gets killed, so he's sort of reluctant to attach himself, even though mm-hmm. he sort of is. And he finds out that Turnbull's alive, and he it then turns into a race to to go after Turnbull and stop him from starting kind of like another revolution because he's got like this super powered cannon weapon. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. It, it like shoots these cannonballs, <laughs> and they like do like physical damage. And then this glow ball comes, and it like <laughs> ignites all those cannonballs. Like it. Well. Yeah, and what's funny about it is like uh, it, it's almost like a, a time bomb, but like to or like a remote detonation bomb, but but you have to like so he fires the first cannonball and it like it can like smash through stuff, but it doesn't blow up or anything, and then you have to shoot like the detonator ball after <laughs> it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to make it blow up. Yeah. And he blows up a whole town. Like he, before yeah. he goes after the president to to launch the same weapon, he takes down a whole ship too. Like there's a naval ship. 
It's like, hey, you're entering our waters, stop, blah, blah, blah. And he just launches on it and blows it up. And uh, Hex and and Tallulah, well, Tallulah gets captured. Um, yeah. Wasn't it the knife guy? The, yeah. The Irish yeah. guy captures her, brings her he to Turnbull. Her. Yeah. And then she's captured. And then Hex Cause, is going to stop it. Because that's the only way they can really yeah, they're get, gonna use get, her. get to Jonah is by, by hurting people he cares about. And I think that Malkovich, he's always a good villain. Like he's Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's a good he's a good actor. So I think acting wise they were fine. I thought Josh Brolin did a good job. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't have I didn't have any problem with like the actors or anything. Um I just w- I just would wanted to see it, you know, closer to the the uh western. Yeah. For- And it and, didn't do too well at the theater. It uh, <laughs> box office. Its budget was uh, 47 million, and uh, its opening weekend it only made five, and it grossed ten. Oh. And then it had a wow. cumulative of not, uh, not ten. Like it didn't release overseas <laughs> very well, so it wow. lost like 30 million. That's crazy. Yeah, I saw it at the theater. I saw it at the theater and then watched the DVD and then this is, the, this is my third watching and I think I think for me personally the first time I felt like you mm-hmm. the second time I felt a little different like I was more accepting of the situation and the third time I just sat back and enjoyed it like I yeah I was like okay I this is this is weird, but I've been reading a lot of Hex, and there are a lot of elements they took out of many of his different titles and yeah. kind of mashed it together and said, this is Jonah Hex. <laughs> yeah, and there was a... There was another part that I thought was kind of kind of funny um, because it didn't, it didn't fit his character at all. I'm trying to th- remember what it was um well there was uh, a supernatural so i think it was it was it was uh i think he was reading something he was like reading a reading a paper or something i i can't remember it was something like that like and and i just remember and and I just thought, like, when I was watching the movie, I thought, well, and this isn't the exact example, but it was something like him reading reading a paper or something. And I just thought, you know, his he probably he probably doesn't even know how to read. You know, um, if you think about his character in the in the background, like he he was you know sold into slavery as a kid and raised by Apache. He probably doesn't know how to read. <laughs> well, I know how he knows you know? how to read bounty posters. Well, that's true. Yeah, he so he knows how to read so... a, a bounty poster. Yeah, but it was and it wasn't necessarily reading. It was something like because he did something in the movie that made him seem like really smart, like like book smart. And yeah. and I was just like, ah, that doesn't fit to me. Yeah, and he doesn't but... really have like. 
a weapons guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a lot of, of different changes, but for the most part, I was entertained. But Oh, yeah, I was definitely entertained. Yeah, for sure. The other thing I was really surprised, and I, I didn't realize this, this is a freaking short-ass movie. It It is almost a little over an hour. Because... I, yeah, I didn't even notice. <laughs> well, I, I noticed because I usually do 30 to 35-minute ellipticals. Uh, yeah. uh, and while I'm watching something and it only took me two sessions and I'm like, what the fuck? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. So it's an incredibly short movie. At least that's what, what I noticed. 81 minutes and 10 minutes of credits. I mean, oh, there's yeah, a good so seven hour, minutes, eight hour, minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes. Wow. Huh? Yeah, I I never I I knew it didn't do well when it came out, but I never would have guessed it did that bad or lost you know thirty. Yeah, mil- so you think it, you think it would do a little bit better? Like the the things that I think movies flop for are their names. Yeah, like Jonah Hex. You have you have a title like I think you would have been better calling it Weird Western or something like. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I mean? Because then you know what you're getting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Jonah Hex. You don't like know. Like Weird Western, it, it kind of describes oh you're gonna get something a little weird and it's gonna be a western. It could be Weird <laughs> yeah. Western starring Jonah Hex or something like that. But the, yeah. I, I think the same thing hurt and I the the other movie I think is is brilliant is John Carter, like. Mm-hmm. I I think they should have called it Warlord of Mars and just not call it John Carter. Yeah. And I don't know why the decision is or call it John Carter Warlord of Mars because then you know what you're getting. You're getting this like sci-fi adventure on Mars. Right. There's going to yeah. be Martians. Yeah. Yeah. But People that don't know. If the you ever get a chance to watch that and you haven't watched it, it is pr- it's pretty damn good. <laughs> Yeah, really I haven't good. seen it. Yeah. The quality of that movie is amazing, and um, I, I I think I think naming like I, I thought Birds of Prey. I mean, just I thought it was a horrible decision to go with that name. I, I think yeah. I think if they went with Harlequin and the Birds of Prey mm-hmm. instead of Birds that, of Prey and the Emancipation of Harlequin, like this really yeah. long ass fucking title. I, yeah. I think they should have went with like Harlequin and the Birds of Prey, or just Harlequin Two, or something like that. Just Harley Quinn, because it's her yeah, first movie. Yeah, it's it's almost like they're trying to cater to like comic fans. But they shouldn't. I know, yeah, with with the Birds of Prey title, but yeah, like like you said, they shouldn't. They should cater to Harley Quinn fans, who are, I mean, much more numerous, you know? Yes, because of the animated series and the movie and the comics, and you have a wider representation. Right. So, yeah, I always thought that was... I I think marketing is somewhat responsible for, for these things, like whether they succeed off the initial... I, oh, yeah. I think westerns sure. in general, though, are 
like uh, what did I see lately? Was it called The Boy? What the hell is it? It was the Billy the Kid movie. The Kid. Hmm. Um. I just really curious to see how much this one did. And that had big actors too. It had Chris Pratt. It had a. Uh, um, Ethan Hawke. You know it. Had oh, some okay. good actors. Uh, I so, never even had. I never even heard of this. Oh, but this one took uh This one only took eight million dollars to make. <laughs> That's a big difference to forty some. Yeah. It, it was eight million to make, and it it grossed one point five million. So it lost a lot of money. So if you like, look at a lot of westerns. I mean, there, there's exceptions, like the Clint Eastwood ones, like Unbroken. I think that meant, made a lot of mo- money. What was that called? Was it Unbroken? Oh, uh, Unforgiven. Unforgiven, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was a great movie. Speaking of Clint Eastwood, the the artist uh, uses him as Jonah Hex and... I know, and that's that's how that's how I see Jonah Hex, is, is Clint Eastwood. This movie probably did a hell of a lot of money. Um, that one took $14 million to make. In an opening weekend, it made its money back. And then it grossed uh, un, un, Unforgiven. Unforgiven. And then grossed yeah. uh, $101 million. Wow. And then worldwide, $159 million. So it, it yeah. kicked ass at the theaters. And I think like certain movies like Tombstone and Young Guns, those those have done really well. Yeah. I, lo- I love Young Guns. Like I, we, we were just watching the second again for like yeah. the fifteenth yeah. time. Yeah. Used to watch I love Tombstone. Tombstone's good. Oh God, Val Kilmore. God, I just <laughs> I, every line that he has in there, and I don't know how they made him look so sick, but he's oh, always know. like in this pasty white. Um, yeah. And sweating, like sweating, profusely. Yeah. He just he, looks like he doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't feel good, but he's such a badass. Yeah. And I, I love how that one guy, God, I can't remember his name. Barb, do you remember the the guy that he fights and shoots in the head? I, it's the actor from Terminator, isn't it? What is his name? Michael Bean? Yeah, I love that scene because <laughs> yeah. they're so in conflict, and then he goes and meets him instead of Kurt Russell, right? Yeah. He goes, I, I have no beef with you, man. I don't. Yeah, he <laughs> doesn't like... want to fight him. He yeah. doesn't want to fight him. He's scared of him. But then yeah. he realizes, I have to do this, and he gets the crazy eyes because that guy is fucking crazy. Well, I... he was. Uh, he 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 had been ta- he had told. Um... He had told uh, Val Kilmer's character that he was his idol growing yeah. up. He yeah. was like, I, he looked up to him. But he showed him up in the bar. Like, mm-hmm. th- there's that bar scene where he like. It's when he's flipping he pull, the he cup pulls around. His gun, he pulls his guns out and he's like. <laughs> and then and then uh, Val Kilmer uses a shot glass. Like he yeah, uses two shot glasses. <laughs> and he fucks with them. I'm like, that is badass, man. That's so badass. <laughs> yeah. And it's got all kinds of actors. Kurt Russell and Sam Elliott. I mean, I always love Sam Elliott. I, yeah, I love Kurt Russell, too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's a that's a great film. <laughs> I love the plot for Young Guns too, like Lou Diamond Phillips, Kiefer Sutherland, Emilio Estevez. God, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Jack Palance is in it. Terrence Stamp. It's it's pretty damn incredible. Now there's a lot of great great westerns like Young Guns. I think made a quite a bit. That cost 13 million to make. It only made seven on open opening weekend, but grossed 45 million. Hmm. So. Yeah, and I I feel like that one's kind of more of like a almost almost kind of like a more of a cult hit. Yeah, and then it grows like. Yeah. Yep. So that that that'll beat our films up. Um, yeah, Hex didn't do too well, but I I was sort of entertained. I I think it's one of those. For me, it's one of those movies that's easier to rewatch. Um, mm-hmm. at, at first, it's a little bit of it's a little jarring. Like even Palmiotti uh, commented on my post. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> He said uh, once he touched uh, the guy and uh, he, he couldn't take it. Like once he t- touched <laughs> the guy and brought him back from the dead, it, he couldn't yeah. take it. But yeah, I thought it was all right because I've already read shit like that, and he probably yeah. has too. He was probably aware of yeah. the Tim Truman and Joe Lansdale. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I have seen. Uh... I have seen Jimmy Palmiotti post about the movie before. Um, I've seen him uh, make comments before about like how they they should have let him and Justin Gray write the the script. Yeah. Which I mean would have been amazing, but yeah. So let's jump into the the issues we co- covering one through six. Yeah. Um, I will say reading it, this is my second time, um, reading this series and I like the art, but I don't know if I like the faces because (laughs) I'm starting to see a lot of actors in the faces. (laughs) Yeah. There's a a couple of faces that I saw and I was like, God, I know that actor. Is he in any which way you can? Like, any which way but loose. <laughs> yeah, and it de- it depends on the artist. Like, the first issue definitely is like that. I can definitely feel that yeah. in the first issue. Um, some of the some of the art though is is less um, is kind of less realistic looking. Yeah, um, I'd say. So it's not as well. There was one like series, that. another writer, another artist takes over too. Yeah. And there's this one. It it opens up with a a big bloodbath, and there's Jonah Hex and this other guy, kind of gonna do a a draw. And uh, except Jonah Hex doesn't draw a gun; he uses his tomahawk. <laughs> yeah, he throws the tomahawk at him. Yeah. And then he's he's on his way to a, a plantation of some sort, and there's three beautiful women there. They're all redheads, and, and he's all... like, "I'm here to <laughs> to uh, talk to your father." And he's a big game hunter, and I guess he got injured 
by the elephant that he kills, right? Yeah. The bull elephant. Yeah. And his son is missing, so his then then it kinda gets kinda weird because it's like there's this guy that captures kids and turns them into this like fight club where they have to fight like a dog in mm-hmm. the pit. And they starve the dog, and the kid has to go in there with claws and try to survive. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess he makes a lot of money doing that. But when Hex finds him, the kid is pretty much... He's pretty much dead. Yeah, he's like sick or something, and he's dying. So he returns the body and he does get revenge on the guy, <laughs> the guy that was running the the place. Yeah, that's uh, if that's one if, if there's one way to make Jonah Hex mad, hurt hurt kids and dogs and yeah, you're going to be on his bad side. So he he strips this guy naked sort of <laughs> and then the pours blood pig, pig blood all over him. Yeah. And then lets the dogs loose, and they just pretty much eat, eat him alive. Yeah. And then he free, frees the rest of the kids, but he brings back the the boy. He's dead. I think he, like, kills him, too. He takes him out of his misery. Yeah, he, he smothers him with, with a, a pillow. pillow. Yeah. yeah. So it's sort of a brutal, a brutal story. Yeah. And I think there's, if I remember right, there's a couple of those in this in this series where, um, where he has to deliver home a, a dead kid to their parents. Yeah. But yeah, it starts out with a, a bang, and you know how the series is gonna go. Yeah. The next one I think is the yeah is the um the the cross of gold. Yeah. Where um there's like a a birthday party or something. Um and then for some reason Jonah's like all beat up and he's getting like nursed back to health in this uh this church yeah he looks like he has i mean if you go by the art he looks like he has three bullet holes in him (laughs) yeah yeah well maybe one scar maybe two scars and one bullet hole i don't know he was definitely stabbed and, and shot probably yeah and his back looks pretty jacked up from getting whipped yeah yeah he's had a rough life um but then he he uh so the these guys come in and massacre everyone in the church to take that to take their their cross which is um worth a lot it's like solid gold but it's like disguised as something else um so then he has to track down the guys that that stole it, but he finds them dead. <laughs> and then, yeah, in the next town, all being hung. Yeah. 
And this guy's a real asshole. I mean, he's he's a racist and a mm-hmm. jackass, but he has something in common with Hex. Like, he wants to recruit Hex because he knows he's a confederate. <clears throat> yeah. And but Hex is no like, like uh, he wants to go about his own business. And this is like a mining town, so the, the guy in charge kind of has everybody... Um, under his thumb because he controls the mine and yeah. and the money and everything. But oh, I, I love can't... the uh, <laughs> I, I love the way that they distract the um the guy that's tailing uh, Jonah. Yeah, the one with the card in his top hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have the girl stand by the window naked, silhouette naked, like totally yeah. naked. <laughs> While yeah. Hux goes out the window to to go find dynamite, essentially. Yeah. And he and... wants to go rescue the the prisoners that are there, and then the cross. He wants to get the cross. Mm-hmm. And then that that's when he gets captured. And there's <clears> going <throat> to be a showdown, but they only give him one bullet. Yeah. And I'm in the in the. The thing is, like, he could have just killed the guy straight away with the one bullet, but instead... I think he, he wanted to destroy the whole town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead he shoots a, a lantern that catches the dynamite on fire and blows up pretty much the whole town. Yeah. And then it's hilarious, like, as soon as the guy in charge is dead... They all the whole town runs to the silver mine. That's right. To try and loot it. Yeah. And then they get in there and it caves in on them. Yeah, that's very weird. That's how it yeah. ends. They <laughs> they got the cross though, right? Yeah, they got yeah. the cross. They got the cross while everyone was taken off. Going out to the mine. Yeah. And then I always have a hard time finding... I, I don't like how you use the app. I forgot to mention this on my survey. Sometimes you select an issue and it doesn't know to go to the next one. Sometimes it goes yeah. automatically and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, there's... And then if you're in an issue, at least for... Like I read it on my Chromebook and... If I'm in an issue, it's impossible to go back to the previous issue. Like you have to back all the way out of the issue you're in and then go find the previous one instead of just kind of paging back. Oh, wow. I, I don't have that problem. <clears throat> and this one is... A sort of a slaughter on a wagon train that's how this one opens up and on the cover it has uh same creative team palmiati gray and uh luke ross it says starring batlash mm -hmm. another dc western hero and it looks like these these two guys are uh threatening uh is this guy a doctor or what he's he owns the store and they're threatening him and his wife yeah 
They're like faking they, it. They're they're making it look like Apaches are killing people. Apaches, yeah, killed the. And they have the, they have like the nothing to do with the kills. Like it's it's this it's this brother of uh, a sheriff that's doing it. Yeah. But yeah, so Jonah takes Jonah takes those guys, kills those guys, and then takes them to the the neck the town and the one of the guys he killed uh his brother is the sheriff in that so town so he arrests him immediately and then he's going to hang Jonah <laughs> but they instead of hanging him they put him on a boat and they put him <laughs> in a coffin and they seal the coffin and they throw him off like a waterfall yeah and he's tied up in rope and he survives yeah, they, uh, that's the... And the Batlash finds him. Common theme in, in Jonah Hex stories, they always, uh, to kill him, they always, they they never kill him, like, in person, like... Just shoot him, yeah. Yeah, they, they have to do some elaborate thing, and then they never see what happens and of course yeah he, he escapes like there was there was one early very early issue in all-star western and he's tracking down like this gang and he, he's picking them off one by one so he's like uh, he's he's like at the leader and there is a point when the guy uh has a gun on hex and he makes Hex take off his his uh, gun belt, so mm-hmm. he, he takes off his gun belt, and instead of just shooting Hex in the head, he he, he takes off on his horse like he can get away. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? Why not just put a bullet in his head? You know what I mean? It's the only. Yeah. This guy has a bounty on you, and he's gonna track you down. <laughs> yeah, and of of all people, like. Jonah Hex is gonna find you if yeah. he's not dead, you know. <laughs> so Batlash finds him. He kind of helps him out. They have a common commonality in this town. Like they they know this guy's corrupt, and uh, they want to take him down. Yeah, Batlash already had he he came upon the same wagon train massacre, and he already had this the same plan to go into this town and. And look for the guys that did it. But I love how I love how everyone makes fun of Batlash's flower in his hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, I suspect it has to do with that pretty flower in your hat band, <laughs> making you less of a man and more of a dandy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, as you wish, fellas. Because then even at the end, bastard, <laughs> he calls him that yeah. one guy. I even know at the end, uh, Jonah makes a joke about it too. Yeah, and he gets in a bar fight, and he Batlash can hold his own definitely, and he is yeah. he is sort of fearless. Yeah, they uh, yeah they set the fight up as like basically a way to get Batlash arrested. Where Jonah's waiting at the jail with guns on everyone. And that's when he captures the corrupt sheriff, right? And takes him to the Apache. Yeah. <clears throat> and they scalp him. 
He sure did. They give him <laughs> something there. There may be some uh, money, maybe. I don't know what they give him. It's a bag of something. The snake has no means to give its poison. Hmm. But that's how that ends. Uh, kind of hex and batlash going off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. And that takes us to issue four. So, so like if I had finished four, it's it, it, when I bring it up, it takes me to the last page, and then if I click on that upper like matrix, I can go mm-hmm. to page one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. And this is uh, Chaco must die. This is a very interesting story. Um. It starts off with him and this guy that he has a bounty on and several guys. There's six dudes trying to, to get, capture this Chaco guy. And Hex is trying to bring him in himself. But he mm-hmm. has to fight other bounty hunters to, to to take his bounty. Yeah. And that's when he's like hanging on the roof and he just blows their brains out. <laughs> and Chaco is a funny looking dude, man. He's got like this hat that it doesn't even have any kind of balance or anything. It's yeah, he's like uh he he's a pretty young kid, I think. Yeah, seems like. But he's wanted for raping the uh, uh, mayor. Yeah. yeah, the mayor. Is it the mayor? I think it's the mayor. I think so. Mayor's, mayor's daughter. So he's he's yeah. him and Hex talk a lot and Hex is just like shut <laughs> up man I just you just sit there and talk the whole time he even puts a a muzzle on him <laughs> he puts cloth <laughs> around his mouth so he doesn't have to listen to him anymore and he turns him into the mayor and one of the first things he does is he runs into the daughter and she slaps him and she's mute she can't yeah. talk yeah but she's upset with Jonah for turning in Chaco. Yeah. And Jonah can't figure out what's going on until he sees her, like, she crying. Wrote, she and... told him what happened. Yeah. She she <clears throat> says, I helped Chaco. Chaco is innocent. I helped Chaco escape. You brought him back. His blood is on your hands. Mm-hmm. So he knows something's corrupt, and he's like, he didn't rape you, and he no, he didn't. So then he frees Chaco, and then he finds out who really raped her, and it's a it, that's pretty sad, as it's her own father. Yeah. And the yeah, and she can't tell anyone about it. Mm-hmm. And it almost looks at some point like Chaco dies, like. They're gonna hang him. Yeah, he gets. He They're gets gonna hang hung, him and Hex. Yeah, he actually, he actually falls, but he doesn't die. Um, and then they, they untie him. But Jonah, uh, Jonah got the, uh, um. Uh, the the girl wrote in the the dirt 
what really happened and uh the crowd the crowd turns on the mayor right and they, end up they, hanging they free the mayor. Him. yeah they free they free jonah because of it yeah <clears throat> but they don't free chaco <laughs> no, they don't he's just hanging there but yeah. she's like holding him up like trying to and she's crying and he's like He's making noises like, Haha, and he's like, Chaco's still alive. Get him down. It's a miracle. Cut the rope. Yeah, and the first thing they, first thing, when Chaco gets cut loose, he, he starts, he starts talking to Jonah again, like the same, the same stuff he was talking about when Jonah was bringing him in. <laughs> yeah. So that takes us to issue five, and I think this is where the artist changed. The artist is Desanuga, who's done him before. Yeah, I think he... Yeah. I prefer his art. Like, I don't know what it is, but... I prefer, like, stuff that doesn't look photo realistic Mm -hmm. because it takes me out a little bit because i'll like look at a face on the close-up and i'm like god i've seen that face before who is that (laughs) yeah and And i get a little distracted yeah and his style too i think is it's very clean though it is beautiful like yeah it's more interesting Um, there's a lot more a lot more lines I have nothing against Alec, you know, uh, Luke Ross. I think he does a fantastic job, but this looks more raw. It looks dirty. Yeah. And yeah. I, when I think of Jonah Hex, I think of it's dirty. Like it's just, it's grimy. Like Hex is ugly as it is. Yeah. So it's got to look like rough. And the other one looks very pretty. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty to look at. Like, don't get me wrong. But this, I like this gruffness of it a little bit more. <clears throat> yeah, and this looks more like the old, kind of the old school style. Mm-hmm. This one, uh, this one was interesting because he, uh, he was bringing a, bringing a bounty to a train depot where the Texas Rangers were supposed to come and pick up the the criminal and word got out that the this guy was being brought here um so his his old gang is is coming to set him free and then there's he's also got enemies that are coming to kill him so Jonah's kind of stuck right in the middle. Right, and he has to try to protect the old man and the yeah, daughter the man and, at the same and time. And the daughter, yeah. Yeah. And they all kind of... Um, they all kind of show up at the same time, and there's a, a gunfight, gun and the, um, the ones that want to kill, kill the this Harley guy, they, they shoot the, um, they shoot the first group of guys that were there. Um, and, uh, 
then they kind of have a standoff with Jonah and the the old man and the the woman, and they just want Jonah and the convict guy to leave, right? But there ends up being a a shootout. Yeah, because now you have the Rangers there, and they light the place on fire, right? Yeah. And Jonah has to give a a gun to the guy that he was bringing in, and they have to fight off everyone. Yeah. And the the old man was shot in the leg, but it looks like he's going to survive. But the... uh, the criminal ends up escaping with his uh with his gang and uh um they they let they let Jonah live basically um but then uh Jonah never stops hunting this guy <laughs> and Ten year, ten years later, he tracks him down <laughs> during a train robbery, <laughs> and he's waiting for him in the train with the Gatling, the Gatling gun. gun. <laughs> <laughs> so that maybe they they said, "Oh, that Gatling gun scene is awesome. Now I'm going to strap it to a horse. <laughs> Put two of them on the horse. Yeah, two of them <laughs> yeah. on the horse." <laughs> <laughs> What would make this Gatling gun even better? Yeah. <laughs> Get two of them and strap them to a horse. Yeah. Who wants a Gatling gun on a train? We could strap <laughs> it to a horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was probably the... That was probably, like, some of the worst CGI I've ever seen. The Those guns. Oh, yeah. When, <laughs> when I saw that part. <laughs> 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 it happens fast though. Yeah, it does. And there because there they, was they there... don't they don't like they don't like focus on it for very long. Like it's a split. Mm-hmm. It's a couple seconds. You see it, and then you it's just see the fast, ramification yeah. of what the Gatling gun's doing, and then it cuts back to the horse because they have the guy in the tower, and he, they have like a sniper in the tower, so Hex has to take that guy out. And he he takes that guy out and then releases the Gatling guns again because he just he just burns that whole city to the yeah. ground. Yeah, it's, it's almost like they they knew how bad it looked, so they were trying to show it as quickly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like a Christmas issue. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't. You don't know that until the the little title page at the end. Oh, this next one? Or the no, number four? Uh, number number five. Oh. It just says Christmas with the Outlaws was the name, <laughs> name of the story. He has a lot of Christmas stories. Like, yeah. Like they have one every year. Yeah. Sort of thing, and they usually take place in the snow. So uh, this one, this guy has the plague. This one's weird. This this story I find very unusual. Um, this guy has the plague, so he takes him into the town to try to get help from these nuns. And uh, one of these nuns is 
And then he, he goes and says, well, I'm going to go hang out with a prostitute for a while. But he doesn't want to do anything with the prostitute. Looks like he wants to shave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that that one nun comes in and uh, puts a gun on him. Yeah, but she know she's the good one. Yeah, she's he knows her. Man. He knows her. But there, so he said there, her name was Evelyn. But she's like Evelyn's terrified of this um, sister Agatha, yeah. who I apparently like runs the town. She's like the head nun or whatever. <clears throat> well, she's not really a nun, right? She does right. something with these kids, and she runs the town, and yeah, she's a criminal. Yeah, she's kind of pretending to be a nun, I guess. And she's going to burn Hex and that other nun at the stake. Mm-hmm. I didn't and understand are... her motive, though. What was her motive? Like, why did she want to kill that other nun? Um, I don't know. The only thing I could think of is, because the other nun seems like she... Knows what's uh, she, going on. <laughs> yeah, she seems like she's not happy with things there. So, so maybe there's there must be like a history there where she's uh, I don't know going against the, the sister Agatha. Yeah, she, she might know that she's not really a nun. Yeah. <clears throat> Whereas but I then, think she is a full fledged nun because. Yeah. Sounds like Hex saved her in the past, like 17 mm-hmm. years ago, left her in this town, and she became a nun. <clears throat> but right as they're about to be burned, uh, these uh, Apache, I think they're Apache, yeah, Apache Indians uh, are about to raid the town. And there's they a... Sorta, they sort of save Hex. Yeah. Because the fire sort of burns the rope. It looks to me that way. And then he's free. But I don't yeah, know I why don't... he I don't know why he didn't grab her immediately. That's what I that's what I was going to say. Why wouldn't he cut her loose right away instead of cuz he takes off running. Oh, he went to go get that. a bucket of water to try to pour yeah. water on her. But he could have he could have cut the rope or something. Yeah. Yeah, he gets shot in the process. And then by the time he gets to the fire and puts some stuff out, she's already <laughs> burned to a crisp and sort of dead. Yeah, he like dives on her to try and put the fire out. They and... they they almost kiss or they do. Kelly says kiss yeah. me goodbye for one last time. Yeah, and she gets shot with an arrow. Yeah. And I couldn't really tell. It's it's uh, there's some weird there's some weird stuff here in the this fight scene. So the Indian the, 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 tra- the transitions her. aren't clean, right? Yeah, the Indian shoots her with the arrow, and so Jonah goes after the Indian, and he's like ten feet away, and the Indian's about to shoot him, but then the next panel, Jonah's throwing the Indian. 
side. Like, yeah, so it's like, how did he get so close to grab him? And then there's another part, too, I, I saw that was like that. Um, oh, the the scene where Sister Agatha's pointing the gun at him and the kids are, like, going to attack him. The next panel, he's like backhanding her, but he's across the room. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> it looks like his backhand hits the hits the nun and, and also hits the kid. <laughs> yeah, because several kids go back too. But then at, right after he backhands her and she's falling back, he's then picking her up. Yeah. It's and just then throwing, really... her th- throwing her through the window. Yeah. There's just not any, like, smooth transition there. But he pulls out the bou- the bounty poster he had for that lady. Yeah, Mary Nortor Nort- <clears throat> or whatever. I can't read the, the entire poster. But it's, she's wanted for robbery and the murder of three her own three children. Yeah. <clears throat> which is weird that she was like so protective of these other kids. He does talk Apache here. Yeah, I Let's thought see. that was cool. Yeah. And that woman does, as he grabs her, she does get a knife into his, his thigh. Yeah. Who shot her? Oh, it's the girl with the shotgun. The the hooker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I like I like after she the lady gets shot and Jonah's like, put that in a cheap box. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing that I didn't understand is he's pretty harsh to this prostitute, but I didn't understand why. Because she ratted him out. Um, she she oh, ran to, to told, Agatha or what? Yeah, yeah. She ran and told Sister Agatha um, about him and uh, Evelyn. That oh, nun. she did that. That's why they burned him at the stake. Yeah, that's why they bro- burst into his room. And then she says, "Should I bring the shovels? No, you'll be digging with your nails." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it it was a fun it was a fun reread of uh, Jonah Hex. So we we did a all Jonah Hex episode. Yeah, that was good. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't know you had the entire series and read the whole thing though. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. love Jonah Hex. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite. I wish they'd get the old ones on the app. I, I thought they would. A matter of fact, when we were, when I was proposing this, I thought they would because that collected edition came out, and usually when the collected editions come out, they're available digitally too. Mm. So I was like, oh, that's got to be there. And uh, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe it'll, maybe it'll be there in a couple months or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. So the only thing left we have to do is we could do Justice League Dark. We could pick up where we left off and then pick something old if you want to do that. 
Um, yeah, we can do that. I'm, I have no idea where we left off on Justice League Dark. It, it would have been really early. Yeah. we were, That's what we were going to do. Yeah. Before we... Uh, I think we'll just do like the last four issues of Justice League Dark. If you yeah, want to that's, do that. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, we can do that. The last four. And then we have to figure out what to do on our poll. Okay. I know I ha- I I was thinking about some um, earlier this week. I, I can't I can't remember what I was thinking of now. Um, oh, uh, I know. So I'll do. Um, so kind of uh, keeping on the theme we had tonight, I, I'll one of my series. I'll pick the um, I'll pick the Batlash um, six issue. Oh yeah, that's the six mini-series. issue minis. Yeah, I'll pick that one. Okay. Let's see. Oops, I I forgot I sorted them in inverse order. <laughs> oh no, I didn't sort at all. Sort from Z to A. There we go. Uh, let's see. I will I will do Wild Dog one through five. Okay. Let's see. And the next one I think I'm going to do, if they have it, is the Flintstones 1 through 6. Oh, cool. Have you read that? Um... I think I read one through six. Uh, I was getting it for a little while. Well, have you read Prez? Uh, Prez, I have not. I think I'll switch it to Prez then. Okay. That's still Mark Russell. Okay, yeah. That's actually Mark Russell's first work. Okay, cool. If they have it, let me. I'm trying to find it. Prez. Oh, they have OMAC. Yeah, they do have it. They have Prez? Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, they have both of them. I'm talking about the 2015. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. So, 2015. We'll do Prez 1 through 6. And then we just need one more. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> I'll do, um... Uh, I'll do uh, Booster Gold um, one through four, the uh, the Jeff Johns one. Okay. So two thousand seven. All right, and then we can wrap this one up. And uh, you've been listening to. Uh, it's almost like a DC Everything Else podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, tonight's was. Yeah. And uh, you can reach me on uh, Twitter at uh, Mike Myers Brutch, and Kyle is at KPettit5. Yep. And um, you can find us at DCNoisePodcast.com on Facebook, DC Noise Podcast. Click the like button and follow the episodes there. And we'll be back in two weeks, hopefully, uh, with uh, one of the four books, Batlash 1 through 6, Wild Dog 1 1 through 5, Prez 1 through 6, or Booster Gold 1 through 4, 2007. Mm -hmm. And uh, also the last four issues of Justice League Dark. And I kind of want to read that because... That ha- the writer changed on that to Ram. I yeah. See what's going on with it. Yeah, I I don't think I'm caught up on that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go find those this week. Start reading it. All right, Kyle. Well, you have a good week, man. Yeah, you too. Uh, thanks Hopefully for sticking through too. me with all those uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hopefully still, still I can, got the we can avoid done. that next time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, have a good one, my friend. Yep, you too. Take care. Bye. Yep. Bye.